Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third episode of the Left or Right podcast. Uh, today, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, so let's get um, right into it. So, a lot of stuff happened this week, like the coronavirus relief deal. It got passed in the House and Senate, and it was for $900 billion. But Donald Trump has threatened to veto the bill. Why? Because most of the money is going to foreign countries and paying for aid in foreign militaries. And, it, and in the bill, it has a lot of stupid enforcements, including children being forced to take the coronavirus vaccine. Is this a good COVID relief bill? And do you think Trump should veto it or not? I think we already know the answer. <laughs> Is that yes? He so, should be what a stupid freaking! It's such a stupid bill. Yeah, so stupid. I mean, why would you force children to take the vaccine when yeah. children are most likely to get asymptomatic cases, and asymptomatic cases do not spread? So is it like I would understand if they force like older people to take it because they're actually at risk, but children they're the least at risk. It's really really oh, really also- stupid. Um, there's, uh, let me tell you some of the funding that's going, there's $26 million that are going to the Kennedy center center, center, uh, $1 billion going to the Smithsonian, $154 million going to the national art gallery. And on terms of foreign countries, Egypt's going to receive $1.3 billion. Sudan's going to receive $700 million. Ukraine's going to receive $453 million. Israel's going to re- receive $500 million. Nepal's going to receive $130 million and so forth with other countries. And citizens of America are only going to su- receive $600. So this relief bill sounds yeah. like more relief to foreign countries instead of our own people who are struggling because they can't get a job due to the economy being shut down, especially in states like California who just had a coronavirus lockdown. So why would they yeah. do something like that? Because Democrats want this relief bill really bad and they claim to um, want to help people get money and help them, but yet they come up with this bill that helps foreign countries and give citizens $600. Yeah, dude, the Democrats are always like, we're going to help the American people, and then there's 600 bucks, and then you're going to give a foreign country, like, a million. The relief bill also gives uh, House of Representative members $25 million extra for their salary. Just going to say that. No wonder why people in the House of Representatives really wanted that passed, right? Yeah. 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 Um, this has actually been a problem that's been going on along for a while. Um, it's giving um, countries like um, Israel uh, and a ton of Middle Eastern countries a bunch of money, even though was, um, most of the time they don't need it. So, and then as we give these countries money, we have our own problems here in America. Like we can't even give our own citizens more than $600, but we're giving Egypt a um, billion dollars. And it's just ridiculous in how it's working. And I, just, I don't see any logical way. Why would you want to give another country that has nothing to do with us money well it could have a small amount to do with us but i just don't see why and i just don't see what's the benefit in it yeah yeah i don't i don't think that there is any benefit in this relief deal especially for american citizens i mean we're giving all that money to other countries to help people fund their military and yet we're giving our own citizens who are struggling right now six hundred dollars six hundred dollars is not going to last you that long especially when it comes to food I mean, yeah, look at Max. Um, Max wouldn't be able to get food 
with this uh, coronavirus relief deal at all because six hundred dollars is absolutely nothing. No, yeah, and like, and all the stupid stuff that's included in it. Why can't it just be a foreign uh, a deal that helps the American people? Why can't? I mean, why it just are we be giving that? so much money to like stupid organizations and people? Like, didn't you say we're giving twelve million to a college? Like, why? Uh, we are giving. Hold up, let me check the photo I took. We are giving a total of um, thirteen million dollars to Howard University. Why though? What? Like, I so much random me. stuff in that coronavirus relief bill. Like, yeah, we could definitely use a little bit, or we could definitely like cut some stuff out and give more to our citizens. I feel like that's the correct move to take. They also probably want to fund Howard. Uh, fund Howard University because it's an HBCU, which is a historically black college or university. And, you know, you got to be racially equal nowadays and you got to fund those places. And I would also like to point out that we are giving $10,000 per person for student loan bailout, $100 million to NASA, um, let's see, what is that? $20 billion to the USPS. Um, all this money going to these organizations, and yet none of it going to the people, going to everyday citizens, which is absolutely wrong. And I think that this bill is atrocious. I mean, I can see USPS, but like, why NASA? Like, what well, do they I, need? I could see, um, because they're actually they're, they're planning to like return to the moon and they're, they're not getting any funding. They were asking for $3 billion and then they got $1 because I'm not sure why. And it's just like, if you're going to give money to anybody, at least give it to the company or to the um, organization that's going to use it, you know, to benefit mankind. But you have, instead of giving um, the billion to NASA, they give it the billion to Egypt. But in terms of um, what they're doing is like um, introducing a bill and then hiding another one underneath. That's what you kind of got to do with certain organizations because they just never would vote on them. But I couldn't see everything else, but I could maybe see NASA, but a couple million dollars isn't much to, um, for them, at least. Cause they I mean, we've money. seen over the past couple of months that, like, USPS is beneficial due to, like, all the packages we're ordering Christmas. Like, Christmas could not be possible without USPS. Um, like, we, we need some sort of mailing service, and USPS does kind of need that money. Um, I think it is quite stupid. I mean... It has some good stuff in there. Like it has some good stuff that's like anti-China, but at the same time, it's like, what does that have to do with COVID relief? Like it now criminalizes illegal streaming, makes that a felony, which, okay. It makes it illegal to give steroids or painkillers to racehorses before a race, not steroids, but painkillers. You can't give painkillers to racehorses before a race. It's like, okay, that's, that makes sense, I guess. But sometimes, like, what does that have to do with COVID relief? And like you said, we're uh, the states are only getting $600 per person. Like, each person is only going to get $600. And $600 is not going to last for a month, considering that in a lot of places, rent is at least 1000 a month. $600 is just not going to cut it for the average American. Um, I really think it's probably a god-awful bill, and I do think it needs to be vetoed. But at the same time, I do think we need a COVID relief bill. This just wasn't it. Yeah, I mean, like it, it just give it just gives kickbacks to like all these different countries, and it's literally just a way that the senator or House representatives can just gain more money. It's a very stupid bill. I think um, what they should do 
is they should just make a COVID bill that's not like however long it is, 5,000 pages long. Instead, make a COVID bill that's like five pages long. Because the Constitution is a very short document, and that's what we base our entire country off of. But a COVID relief bill is 5,000 pages, which means that it can fill a ton of BS, like as you said, Ethan, making illegal streaming a felony um, on there and like painkillers and racehorses and so forth. Um, what we need to do is just have a short uh, bill that gives Americans $2,000 uh, in this uh, COVID relief paycheck. Because that's enough money for a family, a lower, low middle class family or a lower class family to um, live for at least another maybe month or two. And then we got to just keep on renewing those bills over and over again until we can fully reopen our economy. Oh, this bill would also be giving money to companies that don't deserve it and also overpaying certain companies, yeah. which is completely unfair. Yeah, and as I mentioned earlier, it gives all that money to foreign countries, and that money will probably go and aid their military yeah. forces, which, once again, which is isn't really the best stupid. thing like, for national security. Go ahead, Ethan. Like, it's supposed to be a COVID relief bill for America. It's supposed to help out America, and it's it's not doing that. It's not going to do that. If anything, it's going to – I mean, like I said, it has, some stu- it has some stuff that will help us, like, fight off China. But, like, again, that has nothing to do with COVID relief. and like probably the worst part about it is it's like a 5,000 page bill and they were only given two hours to vote on it. Like they didn't get to read the entire bill. Like that is like Democrats and Republicans will agree. That is something you just don't do. You don't do a 5,000 page bill and then give no one time to read it. Yeah. um, Once again, I don't know why they would write something like that because once again, once you do that, and then I don't know why people passed it. In the Senate, there were only six senators who voted against it. Six senators. And those senators, I believe, were Rand Paul, Marsha Blackburn, Ron Johnson, Ted Cruz, and some other two people. I don't remember. But they knew what was right. And they knew that a bill that's 5,000 pages long is going to have a ton of BS in it going to have a ton of stuff that um, doesn't really have anything to do with COVID relief, quite frankly. And like those six senators are probably the best senators and they deserve to get reelected. I think every other senator does not deserve there to be reelected who voted on that bill. Well, I mean, at the same time, it's like we need a COVID relief bill. And like these senators were like forced into a bad situation because like if they didn't vote for it, they were going to be labeled as someone who didn't support the American public. Exactly. And now that Trump wants <laughs> because to Because it's veto labeled it. as a COVID relief bill. Now Trump wants to veto the bill. And they're saying that Trump is playing with uh, American people. They're like, he's like using American people as a pawn. No, he's just trying to give us more money. For COVID relief, because people aren't going to be able to work, especially with the new lockdowns. So, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'd rather be paid $2,000 instead of $600. I think that um, eventually there should be there should come a time where they um, start putting um, limits for um, the amount of pages that um, a certain, certain bills can have. Because it's just ridiculous because to um, give a 5,000 bill um, two, two hours before they um vote on it so it's ridiculous it should definitely put some limits on that and i would say the idea of um 
putting a bunch of other um, smaller barrels behind a popular barrel is just a terrible idea. And it's just been being used a lot for the past couple years. And I think it needs to be stopped. Because then, yeah, it just involves in a lot of stuff that has nothing to do with the main bill. All it does is it allows for loopholes to be created in a bill. There could be this amazing bill that's incredible, like on terms of funding. There could be like this budget bill that's um, introduced. And then it, it says uh, like something along the lines of give someone free community, give pe make community college free. It could do something like that. It's just a loophole that's like, ooh, it looks good, a good relief bill, but inside of it, there's a lot of bad stuff in it, like as we mentioned earlier, uh, foreign country funding. Which is really funding. unfair. It's, it's sad. It's really yeah, it's really it, bad. It's really sad. Because like um, American people, we deserve the best. $2,000. I mean, yeah, we could do better, but it wouldn't really be good for our country to do better because that would make our treasury probably print more money and so forth. And then or it would make us get taxed more. Also, at the same time, we don't exactly need. Also, at the same time, they don't need to change the bill because, like, we don't need a blanket bill for the entire United States. Because if you look, like, Florida's open, and and other states are open, and their in their economies coming back, those states don't exactly need as much relief as, say, California, Texas, New York. Those are states that need the relief, but not every state needs relief. And even then, they need more than six hundred dollars a month. Like that's. Pathetic. That's mm -mm. not even a month's worth of rent. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's pathetic. It's it just, it, that's exactly why I am a strong advocate for term limits. Uh, because it gives, like, Mitch McConnell, he's been in the Senate for way too long. Same with Nancy Pelosi. She's been in the yeah. House for way Nancy too long. Pelosi. There's got to be, like, some sort of term limits. I think of the Senate, it should be, like, you get three terms. Which is what? Yeah, someone born in the 40s years. should not be deciding our laws today. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. We need congressional term limits, and it's actually, uh, I think now would be a better time to introduce congressional term limits because of this COVID stuff, relief bill stuff. Yeah. And they kind of snuck that in the bill, too, you know? Yeah. Have if you guys seen that, like, that, some senators, their offices are getting destroyed because people are but, getting upset with this new bill? But, you know, it, it would need a constitutional amendment to um, create uh, term limits. Zane, I have a question. Have you seen what's go been going on with the senator's offices after this bill? No. Oh, there are people who have actually been going into their senator's offices and actually vandalizing it. Like the other day on the news, a guy took a crowbar to the window of an office of, I forget the senator, I want to say it was... Actually, no, I forget the state, but no, he took a crowbar to the office of his senator because he was pissed about him voting for the bill. Um, is there anything else that anyone would like to say about the bill? Wait, anyone else that anyone would like to say about the bill? Hold on, wait, so it doesn't allow you to stream on illegal websites or what? No, it doesn't allow you to stream illegal Basically, it just makes it a felony. make you a felon. Oh, you can't like it's hard, Dude, it's already been a crime, but like... It's a crime that you can't exactly track because millions upon millions of Americans do it. Uh, yeah. Dang it, no more anime for you then. Is there like a punishment? Like, dude, it's not even, like, dude, it, it, it's, well, the punishment I mean, I don't understand how. 
past was like 10 years in jail, I think, is what they said. 10 years in jail for a legal But even then, wasn't that... Think. Oh, they it's also gave... Um, they, uh, the bill also gives millions of dollars to funding for gender programs in Pakistan. Oh, God. Yep. No. It also That's our COVID relief bill, ladies and gentlemen. And some other yeah, so I just searched it up. Agreed. 10 years in prison for illegal streaming. You get 10 years in prison what? Prison if you what stream. What exactly defines illegal streaming? It's like if um, I stream... Um, something for free. Yeah, it's I stream a game and then in the background is music. Yeah. Like um, like if Ethan wants to stream his anime on an illegal website for free. No, but he, one of the other things is like technically if you if two people share the same Netflix account and they're not from the same family, yet only one of them is paying for the Netflix account, that's technically illegal streaming. So are you just yep. going to charge? Wait. So 10 years in jail for... For anyone who does that, like that just seems impossible to track. You can't exactly track that because, like I said, millions upon millions of Americans do it every single day. Think about marijuana, for example. Like that's a federal law that it's illegal, but like so many people do it, and like, you just can't track it. The federal government government's not cracking down on it, and now states are actually well, legalizing. Actually, it. It's like the same thing. Yeah, I was because say states are legalizing. You, you just it, like, can't yeah. crack down on it because so many Americans are doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It's like there's uh, no way to punish. You can't punish. You can't punish like 100 million people. Okay. Like we, we don't so, have enough room in the jails. Yeah. Okay. So our next topic is the now former Attorney General Bill Barr announced that before he was going to leave office that he is not going to appoint a commission to investigate uh, vo- alleged voted fraud voter fraud and alleged uh hunter biden joe biden's son alleged tax evasion and his illegal business dealings do you it's do you think that it is right for him to not appoint a special counsel or is it wrong for him to appoint a special not to appoint one i think it's extremely wrong just because i mean like uh don trump hired him to be attorney general he picked him and like he's not following through with what I, it's not even that tough of a task like it should happen because we all know that joe biden does this and hunter biden was overseas in ukraine and it's it's really 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 stupid i don't know why he's not cracking down on this i think the reason why he's not cracking down on it is because i think he's getting like paid from a foreign country not to because why else wouldn't he do it? He was exactly. a strong Trump ally <laughs> when he got into office. He fought for Donald Trump. And now all of a sudden, he's not doing anything. As a matter exactly. of fact, he's not even attorney general anymore. So like, China? Also, yeah, China. <laughs> I think China um, was uh, is, a, is paying Bill Barr, or was paying Bill Barr, I mean, there's no reason to pay him now because he can't do anything because he's not attorney general anymore. Um, the fact that he wouldn't appoint a special commission to investigate it uh, confuses me because why not just investigate it to see if it happened or not? If you just do an investigation and then you don't find anything, whoop de do. There it is. But just appoint a special commission. Let's investigate it. See if it happened. Why not do that? Yeah. Well, you got to think too. It's kind of it's, it's not exactly a waste of our tax dollars, but it would cost a lot of money. And we're at the point where like we can't win. We really can't. Like no matter what, no matter how many scandals come up, there's just like no beating this. 
Well, I'm not talking about the voter fraud. In reality. Specifically. I'm talking about the Hunter Biden. No, I'm talking about the Hunter Biden, too. I mean, I'm talking, well, dude, Zane, it, um, according to a poll from Fox News, like 43% of people who voted for Biden didn't even hear about the Hunter Biden scandal. Of course they How didn't. How do they know that? How do they know that, Ethan? They ask people. Yeah, they conduct a poll. Okay. Yeah, they just ask people. Jack, like, it's called conducting conducting a poll. Jack, you're not polls aren't always poll completely accurate. But you conduct a poll for like a half or a percentage of the population, and then you base that but on. The question yeah. is, um, who did they ask? Because most most Biden supporters yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't um answer a poll to Fox. Exactly. Well, pro- they probably didn't say that they were Fox News. They probably said like, "Hi, my name is Joseph with CNN." Do, did you or know about like the Hunter Biden story before you voted for Joe Biden? And chances are people would say um, no. And yeah, Max, you pointed earlier that polls aren't always accurate. Yes, that is right. But they're not they're not going to be 100 percent accurate. But there's going to be like a uh, difference of like where it is, like how far off was the numbers are. It could be like three percent off yeah. the numbers could be. It, it also just depends, depends on where they asked it. I, I don't know. I don't know which location they asked about. But I don't think forty-three percent is a fair estimate. Like I know most of the Biden supporters were like the younger audience, but I feel like a lot more or a lot less than forty-three percent knew about or didn't know about Hunter Biden. Yeah, and I think people didn't know about it is because of the I mean, that's social media restrictions. Uh, Facebook, they restricted the story. On Twitter, they uh, actually locked the New York Post, who first reported uh, the, um, story On the story from yeah. their Twitter account. And um, once again, that sounds like this thing, a violation of this thing that's in our Constitution. It's called the First Amendment. And the First Amendment is your freedom of speech. Well, okay. And when your freedom of speech is restricted, it's illegal. Well, here's the thing. I'm a strong supporter of the First Amendment, but when you go on the internet, it's that's where it gets tricky is because Twitter and Facebook are separate entities. They're worldwide, and at the same time, they I, yes, they have to follow American laws, but when it comes to free speech, they don't exactly have to follow that one. Well, they kind of do because they are headquartered in America. They're not headquartered in China. They're not headquartered in India. They're headquartered headquartered here's, in here's America. The thing, here's, the here's the thing. The First Amendment protects your right to free speech in government, protects your right to free speech as a person. It doesn't protect your right to free speech on the internet. Well, what's wrong with uh, – well, you can't restrict someone's freedom of speech though. You can't do that. It's illegal. True. Because they are trying to release a story. Who cares what it is? If this were to pop up, let's say that Donald Trump Jr. went to Ukraine and did this business dealing while Donald Trump was president. You know how (laughs) that would be. Blown out of proportion. Exactly. That's the difference right here. It's Hunter Biden. Joe Biden's their savior. He's like, Jesus Christ came back from heaven and he's like, Hear ye, hear no, 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 they, they, so they would they never they want to they hurt believe his in God. chances. I know. That's why I'm saying Joe Biden's their savior. 
You guys can be so democratic. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know why he wouldn't just investigate it. It, it hurts. It just hurts my mind. Just appoint a special counsel to investigate Hunter Biden. I think he, I think he should have investigated the voter fraud, definitely. Um, I mean, the Hunter Biden, it's like they really covered a lot of it up. I mean, there was evidence there. They could, I guarantee they could have found something. They may not have found enough evidence to put him in jail, but they may have found something. And if they brought it into the public eye, it may have brought some suspicion on the Biden. Well, it, it should have just brought suspicion on the Biden. I mean, people have been talking about this for a while now, and now nobody's... I don't know, dude. Yeah. They should just they should have just investigated it. I don't understand why they wouldn't investigate it. So anyways, let's move on to the next topic of obviously as we know, uh, the vice president elect is Kamala Harris and she is currently a senator from California. And this week Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, elect announced that Alex Padilla, the California Attorney General right now, uh, I'm not Attorney General, Secretary of State, sorry, will now uh, take over for that seat. Uh, I thought that this would make women angry because uh, Latin woman wanted a Latin woman to replace Kamala Harris. But obviously Gavin Newsom didn't do that and he picked a Latin man instead. Do you see anything wrong with him? Do you think he's a good choice to replace the, um, Mrs. Harris? Um, I honestly can't speak because I didn't research him. I don't care. Oh yeah, I would just say that. Um, I, I guess the I guess the um, uh, Hispanic community there probably doesn't really care that much as long as they're getting representative, um, represented through a Hispanic man. Then I guess that's fine for them. So I don't think they would care that much. Jack. Yeah. Well, I mean, what are his qualifications? Yeah. Well, um, he was a member of the Los Angeles City Council from 1999 to 2006. He was the president of the Los Angeles City Council during that time. And then after he was on the Los Angeles City Council, he was a member of the California State Senate from 2006 to 2014. And then he became the Secretary of State of California in 2015. And then in 2021, on probably January 21st, he will become the next senator from California. I mean, so he's definitely he's qualified. a qualified person. He seems qualified, yeah. I just, people are people, man. You shouldn't really be mad. There's Mm-mm. plenty of women in the Senate. And he is uh, an immigrant Jack. from Mexico. His, his parents were immigrants, and he didn't have the best life growing up. He lived in poverty, I think, or whatever it was. And then now here he is being a member of the United States Senate. This could help people in poverty if he wants to make like try and introduce legislation to help people in poverty, which could be good for those types of people, especially in the What? Wait, so he wasn't a natural born citizen? No, he was a natural born citizen. He was the son of immigrants. He was born in L.A. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. But it doesn't Never matter if he was then. a natural-born citizen because senators can... Yeah, for the Senate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You know, it matters for the presidency and the vice presidency. So, um, there's nothing else really to say about that besides, I mean, he seems like a nice guy. 
if you watch the video of him with uh, Gavin Newsom telling him, do you want to be senator? He got very emotional. And he announced that he will run for the 2022 Senate election for the Kamala Harris seat. So he definitely wants to keep that seat for sure that he just was awarded. So uh, that's enough for that. Let's move on to him. more. What? Just good for him. Uh, let's move on to Joe Biden announcing a new cabinet member. To This week he announced his choice for secretary of education is Dr. Miguel Cardona. He is currently the education commissioner of Connecticut, and he will now uh, assume his office sometime in 2021, we assume. Uh, once again, it's another question. Is he a good choice? due to like experience and stuff i would say um, i mean i'd say he's a good choice yeah i don't know that much about him um so i can't really say he's like the best choice but um seems qualified so i would say yeah ethan what were you gonna say i read up on him a little and i found that he was a teacher and a principal as a point at one time so i mean i'd say he's qualified for Head of education or secretary yeah. of education. And he's also the education commissioner of Connecticut right now, which I think is basically where you, the guy who leads uh, schooling in Connecticut. I'm not really sure about that, but that's just what I assume. Uh, Jack, what do you have to say? Yeah, he seems qualified. Like, um, I think it's a good thing that he was a teacher and a principal just so he has experience in that, like, that field. Um, he was I think in actual teaching. I think it's a lot different from um, hit, uh, Donald Trump's choice of Betty DeVos as Secretary of Education because she uh, was a Navy SEAL and she also is a businesswoman, which you know is a little bit different from like an actual teacher. Which I would actually prefer an actual teacher to leave the the education department. Yeah. But she also, um, just let's just, let me just say this: she's a former board member of the Foundation for Excellence in Education. But like, she's a oh. businesswoman. She's not really like a teacher. This Miguel Cardona guy is actually a teacher, which means he knows what the school situation is like because he works in it. So I think yeah. it's a better choice over what Trump had. Yeah. Compared to like. I, I agree with that too. Um, now let's talk about what happened on Christmas Day, and this will be our final topic. There was an explosion in an RV in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, before the explosion actually occurred, like 30 minutes before, they were telling people to get away from the RV. It's going to explode. It exploded an AT&T building in Nashville and a few other buildings. Three people got injured. And um, this leads to suspicions, like, who did it? Why would someone do it? And that's practically it. Why, who did it and why would someone do it? Ethan, why would, do you think someone would blow up an RV in front of AT&T? I honestly don't know, and I kind of find it weird, the fact that, like, like, if you truly wanted to, like, cause harm, then why would you tell people to get away? So, like, that leads me to believe that they weren't going for harm, that they were specifically going to blow up a building. But at the same time, why an AT&T building? Like, I, I don't know why. Zane. I don't know how. Just why Zane, didn't you it? say they had, what? like, links to the government or something? 
Yes, they have. Um, I it is assumed that they had that in that AT&T store they had servers that were linked directly to the NSA, which is the National Security Agency, which leads some people to believe that it was an act of um, covering something up, covering up something that's happening within our government. Do you believe that? Yeah, I think I'd it could be. It. Um, I think it could be two two different things, in my opinion. It could either be, um, yeah, it could, it could either be planned by the government or, um, I would say it could also be, um, because there's a lot of um drug dealers up, up there in Tennessee, and the government has also been trying to get them for a couple years now, and they've been um, more tough on them lately. So I wouldn't be surprised for them to, to um, um, do some sort of do something like that to kind of show, you know, don't mess with us and. It could also be them, but I'm not sure. Max. I'm not too sure about the um, the covering up something with the NSA. I mean, Max, you watched the video. Like, did you see anything like suspicious? No, not or? really. All, all I heard was the message like evacuated. Well, back. you know, the RV arrived at that message. place at one at some time at one in the morning, and it exploded at six in the morning. So you couldn't have obviously seen the people. Um. I don't know. It seems like it doesn't seem like an act of terrorism because well, if, if it was if a it really up, was, then if it couldn't they ahead, just like, sorry deleted it off the um or couldn't if it's cover if it's a cover up, then whoever done it couldn't um they've been in power um wouldn't they be able to do that like to just go there and access it instead of like blowing it up? Yeah. Well, because if you delete something from software, there is a way to recover it. Instead, if you um, blow up the software, if you blow up the software, though, the software is gone and it doesn't exist anymore, which actually leads me to believe that it's actually a pretty credible theory, in my opinion, that the government is trying to cover something up with that. But obviously, we don't know uh, what it is. It just leads to a lot of suspicions on like. Who I, is I this just guy? Think it's really weird. Like, why would anybody I mean, at least no one died. Yeah. Well, well did they blow like, at least we can rule out we can rule out terrorism because like they said get away. They gave a mm-hmm. countdown and like they truly like it seemed like they didn't want anyone to get hurt. So they were obviously doing something that wasn't I mean, they obviously were doing something that wasn't exactly terrorism. Like they were specifically tar- they had to have been at least specifically targeting the ATT. How long were they reason. warning citizens for? I think it was about like thirty minutes, maybe yeah, thir- so. somewhere between fifteen to thirty minutes. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Max, what do you have to say? Much. It just. I think you can obviously just tell that they weren't trying to harm anyone. So that's probably it. because. It's. But then again, just... why won't they make the, like, if they weren't trying to harm anyone, why wouldn't they make it earlier? Like, why thirty minutes before? Why not? Well, now? you know, it's just and why very suspicious. In the morning. Yeah, why would why they do it in the middle of the night? It, they yeah. would do it in the middle of the night to make sure that nobody would get harmed, first off, probably, because no one's out in the streets in the middle of well, the night. Well, they did have six like, in the homeless morning. people. Six in the yeah, morning is when AT&T opens. Well, so. Yeah, and, and also, if they really wanted... No, it was on Christmas Day, though, which means it pr- wasn't open. Oh, yeah. Oh. Then why which, yeah, I going to believe... They were not trying to kill people. There is something going on. There is something in that AT&T building that, I mean, I don't know. 
it's it's a little sus in my opinion. Yeah. There's something yeah, that they is. Trying to kill people, then why I think not? that if they wanted to cover it up, then why did they um, why did they even do a, a big explosion? They could have just um, they could they could have just gone inside of there, you know, broken, grab the thing, or just break it with something. They didn't have to oh, cause yeah, a big big notice, and now everybody knows about yeah. it. But exploding it is a lot easier to um. Yeah, but it leaves more suspicion. Destroy a software instead of just taking it. Yeah, but you can get caught. You can get yeah. caught because they can servers. They're, servers have like pretty noticeable GPS. Yeah, GPS. Well, I'm talking like they go in there and they break it themselves instead of. Like, well, yeah. No, if you try to sneak in, you have a higher camera. chance of getting caught. If you try to sneak yeah. in, you have a higher yeah. chance of getting caught instead of just exploding. Because the alarms just, and like. Yeah. Because if you park like, if you park an RV in the middle of the night, the security cameras out in the streets can't see you if you're getting away. Compared to if you go into the store, the security cameras in there will be able to see in the dark and they can see you. And, you know, you'd have a much higher chance of getting caught if you actually went into the well, Do we actually know yeah. if they blew it up or not? Or if they blew up a certain server or what? Um, you know, I, mean, I don't really know like... about it, but the store got, like, practically completely blown up. Oh. Um, I... It's just a very confusing topic. There's obviously something that's going on. I think we can all agree on that, that something sus happened during that explosion. You know, yeah. it's not it's not just it happened as an act of terrorism because they were telling people get away, stay back, evacuate. We're gonna blow up. Um, I don't know what else to say except something sus is going on, and I can't wait for the upcoming upcoming weeks to see what exactly happened. Yeah, I agree. Because yeah. like stuff's gonna be revealed. And then, you know, it'll make another topic for the podcast or whatever. So, um, if that's all we got to say, anyone else got anything else to say? I hope everyone had a nice Christmas. Yep. Yep. Also, yeah. Merry Christmas. We hope everyone had a great Christmas. I had a great Christmas. Um, I got a lot of Xbox money. You can see right there. I got got Legos. They're not Legos and money. (laughs) I got Madden 21. And NHL 21, too. So, I mean, I it was a very plays. good Christmas. Very yeah. eventful Christmas. Very, very And I hope that everyone else had a very Merry Christmas. And I hope that everyone has a Happy New Year. And we will see you next year. Yeah. And now I'm going to play 2K. Bruh.